Welcome to Focus First, the success podcast, bringing you inspiration and motivation each and every week with your host, Richard Butler. Hey there, it's great to have you back. Uh, You're listening to the Richard Butler Focus First podcast. Um, Today I want to talk about self-control and setting limits, which I think is a very important thing that everybody needs to have in their life. And to be be honest, this is uh, something that I could write a lot about because I've seen and I've probably experienced a little bit as well. Um, And you see, by setting limits and boundaries in your life, you can actually transform your life. So before we go any further, just let me ask you a few questions. Um, Do you feel that you have enough time for the important things in life? When you do things, do you sometimes feel that you get stuck or lost in the details? Do you find that sometimes um, you play full out with things that are not that important and then neglect other things? Um, I think the last point is important, as sometimes we can spend too much time doing things that we really want to do and put off the less enjoyable things. This could be going out with friends, eating too much, or partying too much. This then takes its toll as we neglect other elements uh, in our lives, of course. But you see, when you set limits, um, you have a much more manageable life. You will feel less stressed. You'll find it much easier to reach your goals. And when you manage and value you and your time, others will do the same. Uh, Now that you're managing better um, in your life, in your time, etc., you can become much more efficient and effective in everything that you do. So the first thing that you must do is examine your habitual day-to-day routine. Um, In my last podcast, I did say how important a routine is, but you need to examine it to see what exactly you're doing and what exactly you have in your routine. And a lot of the times we never stop to examine the habits that we have that form part of a routine and see if they're actually healthy and efficient. And to be honest, we don't even know what takes up most of our time. So without realizing, we get overloaded by time-consuming and often time-wasting activities. Examples of this would be watching too much TV, spending too much time on Facebook, Twitter, or other social media, reading too many uh, news websites or newsletters, or maybe it's just staring at the screen too much. Okay? It could be your smartphone or your tablet. So I want you to to do an exercise that may well scare you. Um, Take a few days to count the actual hours you spend on activities. So uh, all the different activities that you do do during the day. After, say, five days, calculate the average amount of time you spend on each of those activities and then decide to spend less time on the activities that produce the least results. Remember, this follows the 80-20 rule. 20% of the activity will give you 80% of the results. So, now for the following five days, keep track of the hours that you're now spending in those activities. And ask yourself these questions. Has the amount of time changed? Have you found that you've got a lot more done? Do you feel more efficient? Do you have more time um, to focus on other more important things? And do you feel better about uh, what you're doing? Now, one word of warning. Uh, You may need to keep tracking the time spent as it's easy to fall into old habits because once we get comfortable and we believe we've changed that's when we could fall into old habits. Um, I do have another word of warning and that's if you're struggling 
it may be best to tackle one activity at a time. As if you do, uh, if you try and tackle too many activities, you get frustrated, you'll find it too difficult, uh, you may find it frightening if you try and tackle everything at once. Okay, so that's okay. Um, so what tasks are essential? Well, let's be honest and realize that some tasks are, are essential. For example, if you, if, for example, you can say, well, I spent eight hours in work and I want to reduce, reduce that to four hours. Now, if you do this, you'll put your job in jeopardy. However, you may find that you were spending five hours a day checking and responding to emails and then realize that this doesn't really produce the best results. Therefore, you may decide to only spend an hour in the morning, an hour in the afternoon, and 20 minutes before going home sorting out your emails. And you, you can tell people that that's the way you're going to operate or you can just operate like that. However, you may soon discover that there are other essential things that you need to take care of now that, you, now that you've freed up your time. So, for example, um, organizing your finances, focusing on other projects, etc. Now, your goals and values are also important. And when you start to audit your time and become aware of uh, where the time leakage is, you'll be able to patch that time leakage, so to speak. However, um, when you do have more free time, don't just fill that free time with more mundane, seamless tasks and senseless tasks. So you reduce the time you spend on Facebook, but what you do, you spend more time in front of the TV. That's swapping one bad habit for another. Um, and what you'll probably see is that now you'll have more time to reach those goals that you wanted. And even if you haven't set any goals, now you have time to set goals. And you've now set boundaries on your time. So you've reduced your TV to one hour a day. You've reduced your Facebook usage to one hour a day. Okay, And now try and use that time more productively. So what could you do? Well, maybe you've always dreamt of being a writer. So instead of spending the three hours watching TV, Maybe spend one hour watching TV and two hours to write. Um, maybe you want to get healthy. Um, and instead of watching TV, you now have time to go for a walk. Okay, uh, I don't want you to suddenly change and say, okay, I have to go to the gym and I have to go to a CrossFit and I have to be crazy and spend five hours a day in the gym. No, take it bit by bit. Okay, You've freed up a bit of time, get a bit more healthy, go for walks, etc. Um, another thing that you should be doing is watch your energy levels. Now that you have extra time, you may decide to do more activity. Um, after all, before you were sitting around doing nothing, but now you have time to go and play sport, etc. However, don't do it. Uh, don't overdo it, sorry. Um, you don't want to be so active that after one week you burn out. And, you know, be aware of your limitations and, and the levels of energy that you have. And again, work within these boundaries. Um, you know, I find that sometimes I say, right, Tonight I'm going to concentrate on writing blog posts and preparing them for the coming week. I stay up late and I achieve my goal. However, this goal comes at a cost. For the next two days, I'm so tired that I can't work at 100%. So if you overstretch yourself too much, it's a false economy, so to speak. Um, there's a few other boundaries and limitations I think you should set, or I would recommend. Uh, make sure you know your financial limitations. Since you have more time, you may become more social and decide to eat out more, club clubbing more or engage in a new hobby. However, you don't want to find that you're overspending without realizing it, and then this can cause you more stress. That's not the point uh, of the whole exercise. And speaking of so socializing more, again, make sure that you uh, 
put boundaries both on food and drink as sometimes these can become all-consuming. So in conclusion, um, I think boundaries are not meant to be something that will rain in your parade. They're simply meant to help you live a more balanced life. Um, and they often say, and I think it's very true, that you should do everything in moderation. Personally, I agree with that. Um, so think about balancing your life, as I talked about in my previous uh, podcast, and think about setting um, healthy and acceptable boundaries. You've been listening to Richard Butler of Richard Butler, the Success Coach. Um, I'd like to thank you for listening and spending a bit of time with me. And I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to Focus First, the Success Podcast. For more inspiration and podcast notes, visit Richard Butler, the Success Coach.com.